Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Today is Wednesday, January 31st. We're talking about a big step toward impeaching President Biden's border chief and what's holding up a deal for immigration reform. Also, why another member of Congress is facing a criminal investigation and what's behind the so-called siege of Paris. Plus, the CDC is calling for change in response to a historic rise in one STI. Alaska is breaking snow records this year, and it looks like Elton John is going from an EGOT to an EGOT. We'll tell you about his latest accolade. Those stories and even more news to know in today's episode. Welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in around 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. House Republicans are moving ahead with impeaching the first cabinet member in nearly 150 years. The House Homeland Security Committee approved articles of impeachment against the Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. He's accused of not properly enforcing the nation's immigration laws. Mayorkas defended his record in a seven-page letter released yesterday. He wrote about a sharp increase in migrant deportations since May and efforts to combat criminal trafficking networks. And he said, quote, I assure you that your false accusations do not rattle me. Yesterday's committee action could set up a vote in the full House as soon as next week. Though even if he is impeached by the Republican-controlled House, he's expected to be acquitted by the Democratic-controlled Senate and stay in office. Meanwhile, Mayorkas has been working with a bipartisan group of senators to make changes to immigration law. It's said to include changes that would mean the president has to shut down the border if there are more than 5,000 crossings a day. It could also expedite the asylum process and limit the use of parole to release migrants into the U.S. But former President Trump has been lobbying against it, saying it doesn't go far enough. So Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell warned senators last week that Trump's opposition is going to make it tough to get any border plan through Congress. And House Speaker Mike Johnson seems to agree, saying he talks frequently with Trump about the border and that, quote, the goal should be zero illegal crossings a day, not 5,000. Still, the deal is expected to be released as soon as this week. One outspoken Democratic congresswoman is now facing a criminal investigation by the U.S. Justice Department. The DOJ wants to find out if Representative Cori Bush improperly used campaign funds to pay her husband to provide personal security. Federal law limits how candidates can spend campaign money, and it restricts gifts and some payments to family members. In this case, Bush's husband is a security guard, and she says she hired him because of his experience and because he was able to provide necessary services at or below a fair market rate. Bush says the nonpartisan Office of Congressional Ethics looked into this already, did not find any wrongdoing, and voted unanimously to dismiss the case. 
And now she says the continued scrutiny is political, but says she's still cooperating fully with federal prosecutors. So far, the Justice Department has not yet commented. They're calling it the Siege of Paris. Thousands of farmers from all around France have been blocking major highways leading in and out of the French capital. At least nine highways have been packed with tractors and bales of hay for days now, causing miles of bottlenecks. Some protests have gotten even uglier, with farmers dumping manure in front of government buildings and setting bales of hay on fire. And now the government is warning that a major disruption could leave Paris with only three days' worth of food supplies. Farmers have a long list of grievances, like low wages and what they say is overregulation and unfair competition from other countries with less regulation. The government has started making some offers, like it promised to give farmers emergency funding and tax breaks and to guarantee them a living wage. Officials say they have even more announcements coming. And the French president is expected to lobby on behalf of French farmers at an EU summit tomorrow. Still, the farmers are not packing up just yet. In fact, they appear to be in it for the long haul setting up tents, barbecues, and portable toilets on the blocked highways. Farming protests have also erupted this month in Germany, Spain, and Belgium. Economists at the International Monetary Fund are changing their tune. Instead of warning about an imminent global recession, they're now projecting big growth. The IMF raised its forecast for the year, saying the world economy will grow 3.1%. It mostly credits the two largest economies, the U.S. and China, since Americans have been doing a lot of spending and China has benefited from new stimulus. Still, the IMF warns there could be disruptions because of wars and global supply issues. Or central banks might have to keep interest rates higher for longer if inflation doesn't ease up enough. Though for now, it seems both inflation and interest rates are dropping. All right, we have more news for you still coming up. But first, let's take a quick break for our sponsor. With our recent move and some other changes, I started to notice that a little added stress seemed to be taking a toll on my skin. So one of the things I'm thinking about this new year is a little extra self-care. And for me right now, that means taking better care of my skin's appearance and its health too. I'm so excited that I've partnered with One Skin because I'm loving their science-backed approach to healthier skin. And their products feel so good on my face. I'm using their face and eye cream so far and loving it already. It's moisturizing, but still lightweight. My face feels instantly hydrated and plump. Plus, I know it's doing its job with a scientifically proven peptide called OS1 that targets fine lines and wrinkles right where they start, my cells. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code NEWSWORTHY at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code NEWSWORTHY. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them, so please support our show and tell them we sent you. New year, healthier skin. That's one skin. Now back to the news. Alaska is having a record year for snow. So far this season, more than 104 inches have fallen in Anchorage. That's the most ever by this time of year, more than twice the average, and more than a foot higher than the old record. All this snow is getting heavy, too. Anchorage city officials say the snow's weight has reached more than 30 pounds per square foot. In other words, a 1,500-square-foot roof is supporting the weight of eight full-size light-duty pickup trucks. Roofs have been collapsing, and roads and schools have shut down. Oh, and on top of it all, Anchorage is also dealing with double-digit below-zero temperatures, which is way below normal, even for Alaska. The mayor declared a public health and safety emergency that will remain in effect through at least next week because of the cold. 
One sexually transmitted infection that was once nearly eliminated in the U.S. is now soaring to epidemic levels. The CDC released a new report this week that shows syphilis cases went up 80 percent between 2018 and 2022. The rate soared in every age group, too, including newborns, since pregnant women can pass syphilis onto their babies. Total new infections have hit their highest recorded rate since 1950. What's surprising, though, is at the same time, the rate of new gonorrhea cases fell for the first time in a decade, and cases of chlamydia have remained flat. Though some STI experts say those rates might just be low because people aren't getting tested enough, and the infections are often asymptomatic. Either way, right now, most of the focus is on syphilis. It's less common than gonorrhea or chlamydia, but it's considered more dangerous. At first, it's painless, but if left untreated, it can lead to some very serious outcomes, including death. The good news is all three infections are often easily treatable with antibiotics. Now, the CDC is encouraging healthcare professionals to do more outreach instead of just relying on patients to seek treatment themselves. Also, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services has convened a syphilis task force focused on stopping the spread of the STI. Elon Musk is going to have to return some money to his own company, Tesla. A Delaware judge voided the pay package that helped make him a billionaire many times over and the world's wealthiest person. It's currently worth about $55 billion, which the judge called, quote, the largest potential compensation plan in the history of public markets. Instead of a regular salary, Musk's pay involves stock options vested when Tesla hit certain targets. It was initially set back in 2018. And at the time, backers of the plan said it would motivate him to make Tesla a leading automaker, since had he not met the goals, he would have gotten nothing. Well, as of last year, Tesla said it had accomplished all of the 12 targets, and a shareholder sued, saying his pay had become over the top. There was a trial, and in the end, the judge said Tesla gave little reasoning for how it arrived at that price point and decided that Musk was too close with some of his board members for them to truly act independently. Now that she's ordered the pay plan to be voided, Tesla will need to propose a new compensation package for Musk, and Musk will have to return any excess pay. It's an unprecedented ruling. One director at the Institute for Policy Studies told The New York Times it was an incredibly important decision because it establishes the very idea of excessive compensation. And some experts say this decision is going to send a warning to other companies that have awarded their top executives with large pay packages as well. In response to all of this, Musk wrote on X, quote, never incorporate your company in the state of Delaware. Though he hasn't said yet whether he plans to appeal. Stay tuned. The world is saying goodbye to a Broadway icon this week. Cheetah Rivera died at 91 years old. She appeared in more than 20 Broadway musicals over six decades. In fact, she originated the roles of Anita in West Side Story, Rose in Bye Bye Birdie, and Velma Kelly in Chicago. As a singer, actor, and a dancer, she was considered Broadway's first great triple threat. She was the first Hispanic woman to win a Kennedy Center Award, a Tony Lifetime Achievement Award, and a Presidential Medal of Freedom. And since the news of her death, tributes have been pouring in from fellow Broadway legends like Rita Moreno, Lin-Manuel Miranda, and Bernadette Peters. Elton John is collecting one of the most prestigious accolades for music in the U.S. The Library of Congress announced he's winning the 2024 Gershwin Prize, along with his longtime writing partner, Bernie Taupin. Together, they wrote Your Song, Tiny Dancer, Rocket Man, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, Benny and the Jets, and many more. The Library of Congress called them one of the greatest songwriting duos of all time. There's a televised tribute concert planned to honor them, and it's scheduled to air on PBS in April. 
That's it for the main news today. So now it's time for Work Wednesday, when we break down one interesting career or work-related news story every Wednesday. But first, a quick break. Taking care of your health is not always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for almost a year now, I've been drinking AG1 every day. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel nourished. That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. I like to drink AG1 first thing in the morning, which is recommended for optimal nutrient absorption. If I'm running short on time and can't mix my AG1 before heading out, I'll grab a travel pack. Each is an individual serving of AG1 that's easy to mix on the go, helping ensure I get my daily nutrients no matter what. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for a while now. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash newsworthy. That's drinkag1.com slash newsworthy. Check it out. Okay, now back to Work Wednesday. So the federal government put out another positive jobs report this week that was even better than expected. But at the same time, more major companies are announcing layoffs. For example, UPS announced 12,000 job cuts. This comes just months after the delivery company agreed to a new labor contract that included pay raises and the creation of more jobs. Also yesterday, PayPal announced it was laying off about 2,500 workers. And of course, those aren't the only big companies shrinking their staffs. Earlier this year, Google, Microsoft, Salesforce, eBay, Levi's, Macy's, and Wayfair all announced job cuts. Meanwhile, a lot of American employers are still looking to hire. New data from the Labor Department shows the number of job openings rose to more than 9 million last month. So more growth when forecasters expected employers to start pulling back. Still, there were signs of a slowdown in the job market even last month. The number of people quitting their jobs was the lowest in nearly three years. The Federal Reserve is looking at all of this data and more and is expected to announce the next interest rate decision later today. Thank you so much for joining us as part of your daily routine. And thank you to all of our insiders for providing vital support to the show. If you're not already an insider, a quick reminder that we would love for you to join us in our insider community. When you become an insider, you get immediate access to ad-free episodes. That's right, no sponsors, so this will save you even more time and give you a smoother listening experience, and even the occasional bonus episode from me. You can even just try it out with a seven-day free trial at thenewsworthy.com slash insider. You can also find the link in our episode notes. Again, go to thenewsworthy.com slash insider to learn more and start your free trial. No matter what, thank you so much for being here and for all of your support. We are so grateful. All right, we'll catch you up on more news to know tomorrow. Until then, have a great day. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.